Hi, everyone. Welcome to this very special episode with our guest, Bob Lament. He is the host of Static Radio. I had an amazing conversation. Look, I, mean, I can't even talk right now. It's just, it was great. Uh, we go into several different subjects, some of the things he likes, some of the things to expect on his podcast, and just a great overall flow of a conversation. I really hope uh, you guys benefit from it the way we did. Well, have a good one. Enjoy the podcast. See ya. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, as always, it's your two out of three faithful ghost. Uh, ghost? Ghost. Yeah, because we just talked about that a few episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> so now we're ghosts. Yeah, we, we have a special guest with us, the host of Static Radio, Bob Lament. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. How are you? I'm good. I wish I had uh, some beer and Clamato drink. I already forgot what you called it, but uh, it's I'm called out a of luck. You got it's called a michelada. You can forget michelada. It. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, I mean, you you could always say that you're drinking one, like, and just have water. You know, is this something you can get like at the Seven Eleven? Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, really. no, it, it really is. It's illegal in a couple states for a reason, <laughs> but I mean, I guess the states that carry it, they carry it for a reason. He's he's just talking shit. He it's good. I'll drink it. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't know how you. I mean, I would it's a special occasion type of drink. It's really not. It's just like literally a kickback kind of drink. Well, this is your episode, Bob. If you could let our uh, listeners know and the audience here know a little bit more about a little bit of your background, some of the things you're into, so that way we can get ourselves rolling in this. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, gosh, boy. Uh, well, anyway, I'm uh, Bob Lament, and uh, I host, uh, actually co-host, my co-host was going to be here, but much like your uh, co-host, he's uh He's probably masturbating to pornography, to be honest with you. But uh, um, I mean, uh, unlike your friend, who's probably having a wholesome relationship. But uh, the uh, we are we host the Static Radio podcast uh, out in the world and have been doing so for a while. And uh, what about myself? Let's see. Um, What's your favorite color? Gosh. What's your dislikes? <laughs> Do you like running on the beach? You know, when the, when if the, I was a when tree, the sun's going down? I would want to be a walnut tree um no i've uh fiddled around on the internet with audio for quite some time and and done some video work uh on the internet and um you know this is a hobby that uh i've uh you know kind of done for uh, quite a while now and uh i always enjoy it and so this is kind of neat because this whole uh you know I'm sure other people have been interchanging with each other uh, for quite some time, but uh, I uh, have not because, uh, you know, I had kids and, and I waited for them to get a little older before I kind of am out doing my own thing a little bit more. Uh, and, and all my uh, adventures were, uh, you know, a little more hidden because I mean, I, I talk on our show, we talk about things that happened to us um have have happened or happened at uh, the moment so there's stories from uh, current all the way back to when we were uh you know uh young teenagers doing stupid things like driving trucks through cornfields and things like that and drinking uh michelada uh, <laughs> <laughs> until we were not uh, aware of what we were doing so Wow. That's kind of uh, in a nutshell. So that so, would be what our, our show is. So you could probably write a couple memoirs and then just slap it on people who didn't have an interesting life I, by all the experiences. I, yeah, exactly. I could Kramer it. Yeah. And, and, I, and those were the exact same pants I was returning. Oh, yes. Mr. Peterson, man. If only yeah. you had a more exciting life. Uh, well, one of the things I wanted to make sure I asked about, the branding is uh, phenomenal. The idea of the static, but... What what made you choose the word static to be your your flag per se, your brand? Oh, okay, yeah. So it's good. This is a deep cut. So uh, my friend Miles and I we went to college together, and we've been doing this show uh, together since then. But we were on college radio back whenever there was college radio. Because to be honest with you, this is really uh, podcasting and all this kind of stuff has usurped college radio. I think as a whole, and. Um, so we were on college radio together and we came up with a show and we just called it the static show. And, and it was, we didn't know what we wanted to do. 
uh, necessarily. We actually were an alternative station, and um, but we ended up playing Led Zeppelin uh, because uh, Miles had a Led Zeppelin bootleg collection, <laughs> and that really didn't go in the show's format. And so we kind of were going against uh, you know what everybody wanted to do. This, if you can imagine, I'm a little older than you guys. Um, this was in the days of Nirvana. And so uh, um, Z is actually 83. He just takes care of himself really, really good. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Your souls. That's why he's wearing a hat and glasses. I guess. Yeah, exactly. You know, the more he tries to hide it, the better it is for him. Cause that (laughs) better better it it looks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but that, that's how static started. Essentially it was a, an actual radio show on a college station that um, after college um, we picked back up on the internet uh, a few years after college and said, Oh, well, let's just continue doing it. And so, yeah, it, it, um, it, uh, we, we didn't come up with another name. And so we just kept the same stupid name we had back in college. So that's why it's, uh, was there any, uh, was there any rock, paper, scissors back and forth with any, was there any other names you guys were juggling before you both settled on, no, on the, idea? no, See Miles, uh, and I'll talk a lot about him because he's not here. Um, he's super <laughs> he's lazy. He's not there to defend himself, and so that's one of the reasons why he's not even here. He's super lazy, and so pretty much whatever I decided, he's like, "Yeah, that sounds good enough to me. Let's do that." And then uh, we just run with it. And and then now, in hindsight, I'm like, "Why did I pick this?" But you know, after a while, you're just like, "I might as well stick with it." So wow, so you know, you just own what you own what you got. And you guys have been the the premier duo for the podcast as in like the core hosts it hasn't really changed much right since the very beginning no it has not changed it started out as as he and i and it still is even though half the time he's late and uh <laughs> and doesn't do his part that's okay you know yeah you, you kind of have that uh chemistry of the uh what is it, the south park creators a little bit right you get to the point where you guys I, know each other's work <laughs> habits real well i think so yeah so i am uh let's see if I had, I'm trying to think of good duos. We would be like Scooby. We're uh, <laughs> Martin Scooby. and Lewis. We're uh, you know Townsend and uh, um, um, Roger Daltrey. You know, oh, that's old school stuff. I'm trying to think of somebody new. We're Captain Kangaroo and the Bunny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, for for, you, for those that are listening too, I I, I want to give everyone the chance to be able to uh, kind of know how deep the podcast is your, your podcast a static uh, radio podcast it, one of the things that some may not know a lot of people started podcasting maybe a year ago two years ago we are in the two and a half year mark and we did it Thank for fun and, and thank you yeah and a lot of people are like you know they started very recently but your podcast is one of those legacy podcasts that have been kicking through and continues to have great content how long ago or when was your first episode like official episode that you guys so uh, I didn't know if you're going to ask me this because I, I was thinking should I mention it, but because nobody believes me when I when I say these kind of things. But our our fir- what I call our first official show was January first, nineteen ninety nine, and that's the first show we put on the internet. And it may or may not be available right now because uh, basically the whole world has changed since then. So uh, it wasn't called podcasting. It wasn't called anything. Basically, the reason we call it static radio is because originally it was called static internet radio because that's what you called stuff back then. You just called it internet radio. Um, and, you know, obviously since then everything's changed and we are where we're at today. Um, and so I have several years of shows that I need to put on the website. But 99 uh, was the first show. Officially, we... Uh, we toyed with the idea back in 98 and um, uh, the funny thing was I was reading a book <laughs> called how to code HTML in seven days or something like that. Whoa. And I was learning how to code HTML and uh, I said, uh, Hey, why don't we just do our show? I'll make a website cause I'm trying to learn this anyway. And um, I had access at the time uh, to what was called a real audio server, which doesn't really exist much anymore. You can look up real audio, but, um, and, uh, he goes, yeah, okay, whatever. And I basically, I called him on the phone and uh, I had a speaker phone and I put a microphone on top of the speaker phone. And that was the show. We just record like that. And, uh, I would post it on the real audio server and that's the way it started. Um, 
uh, our first recording was on Thanksgiving of 1998, but uh, I don't consider that like we didn't do it regularly. But basically, we've been talking every week and recording something uh, of a show uh, since January 1, 1999. So wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So basically, like with a little bit over 20 years of you recording yourself episodes right. podcast yeah. i don't know like what you guys called it back then like uh, i don't know if it was a podcast or not well no, i don't think so no we just called it uh, internet radio okay and then it just was called um we just called it uh, audio uh on the radio or audio on the internet i mean there's a bunch of different weird All right. uh, All right. podcasting didn't come around until 2004 ish adam curry huh um right i got i would actually I have well, if I could find him, I have emails with Adam Curry when Pod when he started talking with Dave Weiner about doing something um, back in those days. I emailed him and and got feedback from him uh, back that early when you could actually talk to the guy yeah. uh, at that time because he was in a lull between doing uh, MTV and then other things. And uh, now I don't I don't he doesn't really uh, I don't think he emails people like he used to, but. Uh, Back then, yeah, I got I had several emails back and forth with him about it. So wow, so like I was saying, like twenty years—that's that's a long time. Uh, for our listeners, talk a little bit about your your podcast. Like, what is it that like you guys talk about? Is it every single week is something different? Uh, I, get, like dive in a little bit into your uh, into your works. Sure. So every week is different, and it mostly revolves around what has happened or is happening. So. Um, you know, um, like for instance, I'm trying to think, well, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't used this story. And so this could be a story Breaking that I would tell on right static. Here. I don't know if I will or not, but, uh, and it just happened this week. So we have a dog here at the house and, uh, um, it's not really my dog. It's the family dog, you know, and we've had it for a little while. And I swear to God, this dog won't leave me alone half the time. And I'm starting to wonder if I got colon cancer because it won't keep its nose out of my ass. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm starting to think maybe there's something wrong with me. Because, you know, you know, these dogs can sniff cancer, right? And right, so right. A, a smart you read dog. about these articles and I'm like, every time I turn around, if, if, if uh, this dog comes, I'm like, I'm clean. I take showers. You know, I'm a very clean person. Did you wipe the so cocaine residue why in the world off? is this dog... So, you know, fascinated with what I've been doing. Maybe. I think today it was because I was burning some branches and stuff. But, you know, other days it's happened. It doesn't happen like every time. But, I mean, I don't walk around my house with a dog on my ass. But, uh, you know, every time it does happen, I think, do I have cancer? You know, what's going on with this? You know, this dog is, is on to something. I just know it, although it's not trained or anything. But. He, you know, he lived, your mind wanders. He lived a past life. He was he was a, a narcotics dog. <laughs> He's just remembering. Or you just got yourself a freaky dog, one of those like perverts. Uh, that, well, that's, <laughs> it could, that be, could too. be too. But it doesn't seem to do it to everybody. I mean, at least I'm not paying attention. Maybe everybody else is. Uh, maybe I'm just more. Maybe, uh, you know, he has good taste. Maybe, maybe he's been listening. Maybe, yeah, maybe he likes what Sir, I'm eating. I don't know. Sir but, makes uh, a lot. You know, maybe it, it's just a weird, weird thing. But just stories like that. So I would, you know, would be thinking about that, and I would mention it to Miles, and then of course he would make fun of me for being so neurotic or something, and and it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. Um, and then if we don't have a story uh, of the week, as it were, then um, usually go back into our past a little bit. And so, uh, you know, I talk about some wacky adventure um, that happened when I was younger. Usually what will happen is uh, he'll say something or I'll say something that will trigger um, a story. And then, and we, and a lot of times, um, at least, um, you know, nowadays over the last probably five or, or more years, it, there's not, there's never been a huge amount of preparation, but literally I, there'll be no preparation, at least on my end, he'd have to answer for himself, but I just basically come and sit down. We have an appointed time that we record. Um, he's usually late, but then I would, uh, you know, I just come up with something. So I think about my week and I'm like, you know, what happened this week? And, and was it mildly amusing or something? And then boom, we have a show. So 
that um, that's funny because that's kind of how Z is. He uh, takes like two, he takes like a whole entire week to prepare for a podcast. He has all these <laughs> topics that he wants to talk about. We start talking and literally get to none. Get to none exactly. Yeah. That's true. But that's what makes it so fun. You kind of freewheel it, right? So oh, yeah. like this whole uh, this beer and clamato thing that you brought up. I'm just fascinated with this, and so now this becomes a weird a weird focal point in the conversation. Where, to be honest, when you sat down and started drinking those, you're probably thinking. We're, n- we're never even going to talk about this, right? Right. It's I not, mean, it's it didn't, a, didn't come up, right? We're, you weren't saying I'm going to drink. I'm going to bring this drink with me tonight to be a topic. Right. No, exactly. And and now it is a topic. But um, I don't know exactly where you're from. If you want to disclose that, go f- go ahead or not. But oh, yeah, a- I'm from the St. Louis area, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And- this is uh this right here at Michelada. It's more of a California thing. So it's uh oh okay. Why are you shaking yeah. your head? You know it is. You know you went to the store. That guy was passing this through the scanner a few times. Going, I don't even know this is is this from our store? And you're like, yeah, I got it from the back. It's like full of cobwebs and he didn't he didn't even know or watch like, i bet you anything like, this, like the ceo of Estrella Jalisco was like watching this and you're talking shit about his beer and he's like he's not gonna sponsor us anymore oh uh, yeah i true. do this for a reason so we can get sponsored. sorry daddy galisco i didn't mean to <laughs> get a sponsorship you. exactly so are you, you guys aren't in california are you in california yeah we yeah. are Oh, you are? Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, we're in the armpit of California, too. So it's one of those interesting places where everybody comes to melt and then just goes away. The air smells like just dust, you know, all the time. Where is the armpit of California? Uh, right next to Yosemite and Sequoia. <laughs> so we're like we're in the Central Valley. So yeah. we're between like uh, the Clovis, Fresno, Bakersfield. There, like it's like we're the, the Dust Bowl there. that never settled. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, Bakersfield. <laughs> I've actually been to Bakersfield. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, we're it, sorry. About <laughs> three years ago, I was through Bakersfield. <laughs> Always avoided during the summer months, and it's California, so most of the year summer months. So. I mean, especially like in the Central Valley, like the weather right now is so crazy. Like it's freezing cold in the morning, and then like by the afternoon, like you're trying to take layers off yeah your tires like gluing itself to the street basically yeah. basically like to there's the road, there's yeah. frost oh yeah there's literally frost on like on your car in the morning and then like as soon as you're going home from work like you're cranking up the ac as like as much as possible so, so you guys is it considered desert well to the people that live here everyone else considers it like farmland i guess right it's oh really yeah it's it's basically farm like it's like like a few houses here and there, and then like the rest of it's yeah, farm. Yeah, the, the official designation would be like farm uh, metropolitan cities because you have a lot of little tiny towns everywhere, and then you have a couple like Fresno, Bakersfield, Tulare, those type of places, which are more like farm farmland slash cities. But oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's one of those places. It, yeah, I, I, I took a quick tour of California a couple, three years ago, and I can't. I mean, I was up in Northern California, and then went San Francisco, San uh, Sacramento, and then made my way down to Bakersfield. And then I went down to uh, New Mexico, in that direction. Oh, okay. Well, it's 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 beautiful. Uh, I think either way, but it, it has its reputation. I think for a reason, but. We, we, we never get number one, and then we get number one for, like, the highest crime rate, like, in the nation. And I'm like, well, that's, well, hopefully we keep that for yeah, a it's, while. Yeah, it's not like, like – something to be proud of. You right? Know? You see, you, you see like, on the on the pamphlet, it says, like, oh, we're number one for, like, you know, the best of you. And then, like, you turn it around, and we're, like, we're number one for crime, pickpocketing, you know, uh, like, yeah. all this other stuff. Right well, okay, we're friendly to tourists, all right? But anyways, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, well, you pick the right uh, – the right path. I think there was a time in the in the early 2000s where people were deciding if it's going to go satellite radio or if it's going to go internet radio. And I think mm-hmm. it's clear to say that, you know, Howard Stern lost the satellite radio battle. Uh, I, tr- I tried to get on satellite radio. I talked to uh, um, XM people whenever we were doing our show back then. And uh, they're like, oh, keep doing it and we'll, we'll take And then they never got back to me. So Well, they lost out at the end of the day because it seems now they'd probably yeah. reach out to everybody they can. And even then, nobody really wants to take that deal. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. No, it, it, it's funny how history works its way into uh, a lot of situations where you look back and things could have been completely different, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Howard Stern. I'm sad that he chose that route, and now he's still. I mean, at, at this point, he's well, he got a lot of money. Yeah, I would have took the money too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, poor Beetlejuice, you know, and all the guests that he had with him, it would have had so much uh, exposure if he just would have taken the other route. But I guess you know, when you have the payout, I mean, I think I we would take it. 
Right. No, exactly. You, like, you show bad. me two dollars and like I'll I'll end this podcast right now. If, yeah, this this <laughs> Clamato thing is is gonna take you to the money right there. They, they might make a, they, they might make the Clamato podcast. You might be the face of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? As long you know what, I'm down. Yes. Oh man. See? Yeah, I shouldn't throw ideas for you. I, but I I wanted to just make sure I didn't forget to ask. You started the podcast in an interesting time. You said it was like uh you said December or January? Uh uh, January 99. 99, yeah. Okay, so if that's when you started it, the thought was that, well, the, a big portion of society at that time believed that it was going to be the end of the world when you hit the, 2000, the millennium, right? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. And and it, it, it was because uh, um, we had, um, everybody was talking about that because the, the turning over of the uh, millennium. And then there was a big uh, thing in, I in tangentially related to IT work. And so um, there was a huge effort to update everything so that the computers could handle the year 2000 because essentially <laughs> they were coded with only two digits for a year and it was, everything was 19, whatever. And so whenever it rolled over to 2000, it would be 1900 according to the computer. And uh, so there was a huge effort uh, at that time to update everything, which was kind of funny as well because uh, um I wasn't actually part of that, but I knew the people that were, and it was it was a thankless job. They had to go around from machine to machine and and run all these updates and things. And this is, you know, um, very slow access for network and everything at that time. And so it just took forever. These poor guys were sitting around in offices for hours waiting for these things to update. So imagine though, but, I, I'm I'm in the IT world, so I kind of get an I, I kind of remember the floppy disk era, the old uh, AOL AIM messengers days. Right, it's, yeah. it, it's crazy to think that at that point, everybody really, you know, for the most part, at least those that were out of the loop, really felt like it was going to be the end of it all. So I thought yeah. it was interesting that you wanted to launch the podcast the same year that might be the last year. Like we might as well get it out of the way if we're, if it is going to be the, well, the, the reality is, and I've always people, you know, we, I've done this for a long time and everybody's like, if they, if they know about it, um, they're like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, you just got to do what you want. I mean, this is what I wanted to do. And it's like, why wait? Everybody's always like, you know, uh, as soon as I get the blah, 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 I'm going to do this. It's like, why? And, and basically, at this point in time, I get on my soapbox a little bit here, guys. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, at this point in time, you want to make a movie? Make a fucking movie. You got a camera in your phone. Go make it, a fucking movie. It's so movie. easy now. Like, it, it you, really is, especially with all these like, yeah. like these high-tech cameras and like and all this, uh, you know, the software, all this and all that. It's, just, it's, it's so crazy. You, you can do it. Yeah. There's no reason to wait. You want to be a good photographer? Go be a photographer. You got a phone, right? Yeah. There's nothing that you can't do in a creative bent that is not possible currently. Now, are you going to have an audience? Maybe not. But who gives a shit? Just do it. If you want to do it, you do it. That's that's really the um, the gist of it. There's there is no reason to wait, and anybody who waits is just stupid. Yeah, yeah. You, we talked about this in, in <laughs> earlier episodes too. There's never going to be that perfect scenario, right? Where where you can make it. You have to kind of take the risk as it is i mean like when we started yeah. off we didn't like it was just you know we were just together talking we had like damn we had like five people at one time like in this little tiny circle desk and we only none of us ever <laughs> listened to our own podcast so it was like zero <laughs> listens yeah, and now to where we're at is is really crazy to think about that yeah just like the like overnight it just it literally happened like that overnight and, well, was, and not overnight it wasn't a complete mystery it was the pandemic because there wasn't many shows that had more than 10 episodes so I think when people were looking for new startup podcast, it was like, oh, look at these losers. They mm -hmm. have like 30. I wonder what they're talking about. That's kind of what helps when you just keep right. producing for the ether and then eventually somebody responds yeah. with like you guys. Exactly. Just <laughs> keep throwing it out there eventually. I mean, and if it doesn't, who cares? I mean, you're going to do what you're going to have a little bit of fun, right? Yeah. And uh, amuse yourself. We're gonna what see, more do you want? We're going to see that one listener that always is our, like our stuff like, oh, we love you. Like. You know, it's just, it's just one guy. And it's like, well, you know, we, we like you too. If we, if we meet some of our fans, I think we'd wish that we they weren't our fans or we never met them. One of the two. They'll be like, I like Clamato too. <laughs> I love Micheladas. And we're like, oh, no, dude. We, you know, this is the last time I bring this, you anything. This is Mountain Dew. We were just putting a sticker on this, man. Like, don't do not do that to yourself. <laughs> Sorry. I won't bring it up again. Boy, we're getting, we're getting touchy subject here on the uh, no, that's just, that's just That's just how we he is. Like, we... we, we um. I can bring him a breakfast burrito, and he's literally gonna shit on the fact that, like, you know, the burrito's like that's not true. 
<laughs> I will eat it, and I'll tell you thank you. And then I'll tell you some of the things I loved, some of the things I didn't, but I will never disregard it. I learned that very early on when I would take somebody to the movies, and I, if I paid for them, and they're like, this movie was the worst movie ever. I'm like, dude, it was a free movie, all right? You shut up, all right? <laughs> Even if it was Twilight, you shut up and enjoy that, right? You have popcorn on your lap, too, so just eat that and be quiet. So I wouldn't do that didn't to someone like, else. Didn't like the Twilight? Didn't like the first Twilight? Well, I mean, if it was free. You know, no complaint about free things. <laughs> you but can't complain you had, about free things, though. I, I wouldn't complain. I will tell you, it was dreamy. I thought the first Twilight was just totally dreamy. i never seen so much glitter on people by CGI. I, yeah, I've just never, I've never seen it, so I can't even comment on it. So. Oh, but, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I, it's, it's like one of those movies that like never... Ever interests me, and there's some. Like, I wouldn't, some out there I wouldn't tell you to run out and see it, but it wasn't terrible. I mean, but I'll tell you right now, Magic Mike. Mm, damn, I haven't. I have not watched that. Okay, I haven't either. But I, I, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I I get it. I get it. No, you probably shouldn't get it. But anyways, you know the the thing you're mentioning about uh, how technology is advanced and has really helped the creative, uh, the digital creativity. There's things that are great, things that are not great in both sides right. of it right but the fact mm-hmm. that like you said you have the you have the software you have the hardware you have the all the capabilities to make something that was technically guarded by the industry heads before if you wanted to make anything similar sure. to what's available now you would have to have a lot of money to start to be able to buy some software and then good luck trying to learn it on your own it would take so long but now you have video tutorials literally teaching you step by step how to do most things mm-hmm. where do you see like pop culture going the near future because there's so many shows that received like you know they became serialized just because they were so good you know the the one of the things that just comes to mind as i'm asking this question is uh rooster teeth was a internet program made by college students that liked halo and like random you know animations and now they're like mm-hmm. a, a you know multi-million dollar like big production company so where do you see that happening or are there any examples you think of I, that's a good question um I'm trying to think of things that that uh, I tie into. So uh, I'm trying to think. Remember the name? I can't remember the name of this guy. But there was a guy who did a uh, uh, programming out of New York um, back in the early 2000s. And there's a, a documentary called "We Live in Public." Uh, it's about him. And I actually talked to that guy back at that time uh, because we had our show going. This would be like probably 2003 or whatever. And I think that took off. And essentially the, the documentaries about him, because he's a little bit weird, but uh, uh, I'm certainly glad knowing what, I, what is out there now that I wasn't necessarily tied up with him. But um, there was, uh, we were in talks, you know, we talked about a few things. Uh, nothing ever came of it, but um, it, it is weird. And to, ask, to answer your question where I think it's going, I don't know. I really wish I did because I would cash in on it in a second. But uh, over the years, um, I, I certainly have pondered that myself uh, being, you know, a creative person and trying to do some things. Um, I, I wish I knew where it was going. It, 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 to me, it, I think it seems interesting the things that get picked. Uh, and I can't find the... Uh, um, similarities. So you mentioned the thing with Rooster Teeth. Um, you know, uh, um, I'm trying to think of another example off the top of my head here. But I, oh, actually, I was just uh, what was the name of that? We we're just going to watch it tonight, and uh, we decided not to. But anyway, there's a bunch of stuff on Netflix like uh, folklore that got picked up and made into a show. Tiger King. Um, <laughs> Tiger King. And, and That's my jam. Was that Tiger King? Tiger King, and I don't know. I mean, the, the the hard part is to figure out what directions it's going to go. It just seems weird to me some of the things that get picked out. Like um, uh, there was a, uh, and I can't remember her name now, but she was a comedian, uh, and they gave her a late night show. She had a podcast and some kind of a web show. Uh, she was on Comedy Central for a little while, about two years ago now, and she was supposed to be the next big thing, and it totally bombed, right? And um, is that the Whitney uh, Cummings? No, not, her name not Whitney Cummings. Uh, who was it? Uh, no, but yeah, you're, she was a female comedian the, that, think, on the, uh, that, that got bad publicity for they thought that she was stealing jokes. Well, I guess it proved that she was or something like everybody that. Everybody steals jokes. Yeah. Everybody's anybody who accuses you of steal joke, stealing jokes has stole a joke. So it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you, you just got to put your own spin on it. But the um, anyway, uh, she, she had a thing and then she didn't go anywhere. But she was really popular for a while. 
And then there was a girl who was, um, she talked like this and she has a funny and she squints her face and she talks like this. Uh, she got popular for a while. I can't remember her name either, but uh, I wish I was better at remembering these things. But um, <laughs> It's probably good, it's a good thing, you know, with all the things that are happening. You probably oh, don't want to. I'll tell you, here's one I talk on to it. my kids about because my kids are younger. and I mean, they're not younger. They're teenagers. And, and I'm always asking them stuff about this. And I'm like, this David Dubrovnik guy or whatever, he's on the Discovery Channel. They've given him like three shows. And none of his shows have made it, but they keep giving him shows. And I watched his show. Do you know who I'm talking about? David Dubrovnik, I think. Is Sounds familiar. I, Discovery, to me, just rings a bell with uh, T, T, C, TLC. With the TLC. Whole, <laughs> yeah, and I kind of try to avoid it because then I feel like I get caught up in that. And I really hate those because they're so boring, but then I get caught in those shows. Discovery has a bunch of good stuff. The 600-pound life and then the 90-day fiancé. I'm like, this is so stupid. But that's I'm going to watch two more episodes. And then before <laughs> I know it, I'm, I'm like through the whole season. I'm like, God damn, why did uh, you gotta get time? You got to get a little self-control there. Yeah, I know. You, you may you may not want to start any kind of uh, drug habit because you're going to go right down the hole, my friend. That's why I keep away from these micheladas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're getting to the root of it, huh? But uh, this David Dubrovnik was some kind of YouTube star, and and Discovery has given him show after show. And I've watched, I watched a couple of his shows, and I'm like, that's why they keep on getting why? the shows. Why? <laughs> He's boring. He's you guys are way more interesting than David Dubrovnik. And I just met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're, they're they. It's like sometimes like they want it to happen, right? Maybe because like they have a contract signed with him or whatever. But like they're trying to push him to like become. They're trying to push it. Exactly. Yeah, they're trying to like they're 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 like oh we're gonna make him happen even though if he doesn't happen. That's oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, David DeBro. He has his entire. Oh, little, like, I know. I know who this guy is. The yeah. only, the only I don't reason even know his name, but I know the only is. reason I know who this guy is because like my girlfriend used to watch uh, this his girlfriend at the time's YouTube channel and he was in it. So I, little, I, I know who you're talking about now. Cause what I, a little cult leader, man. No, this guy I, is I literally, a, I literally saw that he's, that he's in a new show now also that's like yes, about him. A new him show. And, yeah. And like, yeah, no, I get but it. He's, he's the safest like outliner of woke like culture that you could possibly pick. He's like the, per he's like just enough out there for you to feel no, like he's boring. He's but boring exactly, as shit. He's the most boring person that, I've ever that, seen. That's exactly what I mean. I'm saying if you're sitting on like the board of directors and you need somebody who's hip and young, you think this guy is the guy because of the numbers. And just like that, we're but not, he's not but just he's like not. that. We're not going to have him on the podcast right. anymore. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, right. I, would, I wouldn't really want to talk to him. I mean, if he's down to get insulted a little uh, bit, maybe, but. delete that email real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 got, I see what you're I saying. I got five emails out to him. He's almost ready to commit. We've talked about this. I think it's always. Thanks, Bob. Bob, you asshole! Right? <laughs> no, no. We we were about to make it big. He was going to share us on like millions of his followers. I, I think it's beautiful to treat people with respect, but you can't do that with comedy. You have to be understanding what the art form is. And when people take the safe route, like someone like this who does like obviously fake uh, prank videos and fake all this and and this these stupid outrageous like things. It's just why. What 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 is this person contributing to like the world? There's no actual comedy. There's no actual sense of him being a real person. Even his tears look fake. Like, but I mean, there's people that that, that actually follow him for whatever reason. Those people, you know what? Never mind. That's what I'm, I don't get that. I don't get it. it. it it's sad. I don't. Maybe I don't, maybe don't, they just follow him because he's the thing to follow. Because you know, there's followers. You know, just to follow people. You know, so That's I don't know. True. I, just, I, I just don't get those it. are called bot accounts, and those Bots. are made in Russia. So I, I just <laughs> bot don't don't <laughs> you the bot net. Don't, yeah, the ones that are always commenting. <laughs> so you literally things. just like alienated like seventy five percent of our audience. Well, you know, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy you're with us. Be the, the be a good bot, but don't be a bad bot. <laughs> and there goes like three of the three but of yeah, our audience. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Bob. That's so true. That's true. Yeah. Apparently, by having me on, you guys have already blown it. You're never going to get popular. Well, we <laughs> didn't. We didn't need just, those. We didn't just need like those that, you need we're, to be more boring. We're attacking. Number one, drink Bud Light for Christ's sake. Don't yeah. be drinking Clamato beer. Yeah, hey, you can. You can put. You can put Clamato in Bud in Bud Light. Oh, I mean, you got to get it started. No matter what, you're going to make. You, any, okay, so first of all, drinking water is better. Than Bud Light, so you know I'm just gonna go ahead and say that out there. But I know, but that's popular. Not everyone on this podcast feels like that. Just want you see. Okay, okay so that there you go. Just like how you don't like this David dude, you know, like a lot of people don't <laughs> understand Bud Light. You know, it's just it's just it's not gonna happen. You know, either either way or either or. Well, anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true. I I I well, I've ruined your chances with David Dubrovnik. I'm I yeah, just just like that. Like you know, we were unless you're willing to get a, a David Dubrovnik tattoo on your lower back, I don't think you'd be anywhere near him, anyways. No, little, <laughs> yeah, he's a cult leader, not. man. He's like no, he's but but then again, like but then again, like, like he's saying, you know, like that everybody's offering so many things that he's on it. You know, like he's not gonna say no. Well, he has his like 
Anyways, whatever. I don't. <laughs> I have my theories, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Some bloggers don't don't deserve that time, but if they have it, you know, hey man. I bet you anything. He's there's, saying he's there's saying enough humans for, for everybody. So he's saying this about our podcast. He's like he's like why? Like I don't think who, he knows we exist, but it's fine if he doesn't. doesn't oh my god, he's probably crying right now because like he listened. Like we're his favorite podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry to cut you off. Thanks, there Bob. On that stream of thought, Bob. Sorry. I didn't mean oh no, that's fine. No, anyway. So what what should people be watching? That's the other question I have. So or listening to, like me. I mean, me, present company accounted for here, but me you know what 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 is the thing that should be. You know, you guys got to be thinking about these questions too. So, what's you know what what's up and coming, and so we forth. tell them we have three different viewpoints. We talk we talk about this on um on our podcast also. But the one thing me and Z are like on stuck on is this show on Netflix called Ozark, and right oh, now yeah. they, they released a trailer for like the the ending episodes of Ozark, and I am like mm-hmm. extremely excited. I cannot wait to to watch now, it right there. Just because I'm into bubble popping. I I've been to Oz- the Ozarks many many times and it's nothing like the Ozarks. How so you dare know. you? Hollywood is exactly like how they portray everything to be. <laughs> Why would? And I, you know they don't even shoot it in the Ozarks. I saw for a few shots, I saw Independence so. Day. I saw the White House. You gotta go to up. Georgia. You want to go to go to Georgia? You better see that. Oh yeah, how you're that one guy with the brochure walking around and watching DC. He's like, why is this still here? Is this where uh, Forrest Gump gave his speech? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, actually, that was filmed on location. Just like, so, yeah. just, just like my favorite, yeah. my favorite president ever is Abraham Lincoln. He was a vampire hunter. You know, it says. Oh right yeah, there in the I love that book. movie. How can we forget fantastic. that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Ozark. Well, I just one. wanted to put that out there, just because it's very popular and people love it around here too. Um, but yeah, the Ozark show is is. Uh, if you go to the Ozarks, I'm trying to think of what around you guys it would be like. Just don't stumble um, on Darlene's farm, right? I mean, <laughs> definitely don't. Well, uh, <laughs> that may be more true than than the other parts. Yeah. That may be the truest part of the show. <laughs> yeah. So if you walk around offering people clamatos over there, that could be the last time you offer anybody anything. I won't be a, like a door to door sales pitch guy. Like, no, you don't. Have y'all do heard about this? You know, um, Magic Drink, Magic Snake be Oil. Like, Whoa, man, Demonic hasn't checked in in almost eight hours. It's only his first day. What happened to him? He's gone. You know, don't, don't just like that. Happen. I'm in a crematorium. Hey, there you go, man. Owned by Jason man. Bateman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I personally prefer podcasting. I like listening to podcasts when I'm at work. Uh, my number one podcast and the one that got me into podcasting to begin with, and then you, I'm not, hold on. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. My number one podcast, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Number one. Oh, okay. There's yeah. nothing better in my, in my opinion. I love that podcast and I like different things, you know, like last podcast on the left. I Which I literally Joe had Rogan. to like, I, the last podcast on the left, I had to like, Plead this guy to listen to it because of how good it was. Like, oh, maybe listen to it. Maybe listen. it was the Mormon episode that got me into. And it. then finally he listens to it. Like, oh my god, like wh- what happened here? Yeah, and- I, I like listening to that kind of historical stuff. And now then, that like, guy's on shows now too. The last podcast on the left guy, he does. Yeah, uh, yeah, he has, he own, does, uh, he has commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has he has a well. Everybody does their own thing. Like, uh, it's a lot. I mean, on on regular media, I, I right, right, put it that yeah. way. Yeah, he broke into the mainstream now. He talks less about yeah. ghosts now than he used to. <laughs> I mean, you got to tone it down, right? But yeah, no, there's, there's always there's a lot of cool things happening. I think when I talk to, I'm in IT, and uh, a lot of the the family and friends that we have, a lot of them are younger, obviously, than us. Even though we're, I don't know, I guess we're average age for the people that we tend to talk to nowadays. But there's always a whole a very vague statement. R- remember, he's yeah. he's 84 and he's seeing the average like. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> it's just interesting to see the things that they find. Benjamin Button thing going on. Well, there. you don't see right now is that he, his walker is outside the view of the camera right now. We said we wouldn't talk about the walker. I'm sorry, but I just I had to bring it up. It's blinged out. His, okay? I don't see his stack of depends in the background. So. <laughs> it's in there. Trust me. <laughs> it's right there. He has rims on his on his walker. It's not even a walker anymore. <laughs> so, I, I don't know how you feel about, but I, I I know you have a family. I, I I'm 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 sure. But what what kind of things do you see? them being really interested that you might have not imagined being the thing, for example, uh, like YouTube. Oh, I'm always angry with my family because I, I've been doing this for so long with basically no support from them. They're supportless. They don't support me in my endeavors at all. And then my daughter and my son, they listen to other people's shows. They don't listen to my show. They're like, we're we're tired of dad talking. We don't want to listen to him. Yeah. 
And then, and then um, my, my, uh, my wife, uh, this is a story I've told. Uh, I, I will tell you, I've told this before to some, some other uh, show, but uh, I'm actually doing a project by the way uh, that I'll, I'll talk about here at the end. Um, but uh, what got me upset was I was looking at the, the bill. So like, you know, you get, we all are on a iTunes account. And so I get, you know, I see what's been being spent and oh, so this thing comes across and it says like $25 or something. And I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, Hey, what's this $25 uh, deal? I was thinking my daughter was like buying rampantly buying $25 worth of, you know, donuts or something <laughs> for one of these stupid games. And she's like, Oh no, that's a, that's for a podcast that I'm listening to, to get, you know, exclusive access or whatever kind of bullshit. Oh. And I'm like, what? Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> Someone's that bank. hurt. That was like I, a knife. I, I guarantee you, those, my own wife. Those extra thirty seconds of content, you know, like it makes the whole podcast a different podcast. Yeah, wait, wait, I'm sure. Not to deviate too much, it's not a holistic uh, podcast. Is it one of those like self healing? Oh, oh no, I'll tell you, it was about the uh, Theranos Theranos oh. trial. That lady, oh. what's her name? Um, Nat, uh, what's her name? The one that faked her voice. Is just, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. blood can detect everything from like cancer to yeah. The, like, yeah. Anyway, it was, it was about her trial, and I'm like, really? Wow. I saw that on. Was it on? No, I I saw uh, American Justice on that one right there. Now they're, they're making coming all out. sorts of stuff. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They're making a Hulu's making a thing comes out but, soon. So. You know, uh, Fox is. I think that's what you need to do. Is, you know. <laughs> Right, wow! Built people out of millions of dollars, and then they'll get a movie of the week made up. Right, wow. I mean, but there is some podcasts that are like are pretty interesting. Like wait, I would wait, actually wait. pay for. Like, for I, I want to okay. hear the. I want to hear the end of that. I'm sorry, but I want to hear like twenty five dollars. Like, did you ever like take her out of the basement? Like, did you ever unlock no. her chains? <laughs> this guy. What are you gonna do? I just you know, wow. it's it's a drop in the bucket with all the other expenses that we have around here. Man. But I was just I was you know kind of uh, hurt because you know I've been working on stuff and it's like. You know, you know, give me twenty five dollars. It sounds like you want. She goes into your wallet and gives you back your money. Like, here's your here's twenty five bucks. You need fans like your wife, and then your wife probably wouldn't want you to have fans like her. So I, that's that's, right. that's, that's right. probably how. Well, you know, speaking of fans, though, uh, not to change the subject, but uh, the uh, we have we have a lot of fans over the years, and I will tell you, they're really nice people. I know you said some of, some of yours you may not want to know. But I have been, uh, it's been really great because, I mean, I literally know people uh, in other parts of the world because of this and, and have talked to them on uh, various occasions. And, and actually, when I have traveled, I have met with these people, you know, and it's, it's really quite interesting. I, I mean, I don't know where you guys are at in that, in that realm of things, but um, there really are a lot of interesting people out there listening that... Uh, um, who are really nice. So yeah, right you know, now we're on our, uh, we're getting ready to do our go travel uh, to do our, uh, our signing of our cookbook. We have a cookbook that just yeah. released. Oh, uh, wow. it's, it's mostly, it's mostly a Clamato based uh, cookbook. And yeah, I was just- <laughs> we're, we're getting ready to go uh, on a tour, you know, to, for people to sign autographs, you know, kiss babies. <laughs> It'll be know. two less of the hosts. So it'll be only one of them signing the book. So. Anyways. Yeah. You're going to be mad when I make it big because of my Clamato. People make, you know what, man? Trolls, this is their generation. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. I'm not the one going to hold you. As back. I'm driving away in my jet ski, like in the desert, <laughs> I'm going to be like, bye. And we didn't mean to cut you off, Bob. I'm sorry, but. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. No, no. I just was saying it was very interesting. That's all. Well, you know. I would have never met these people ever in my life, so. What's one of the, the shiny moments that, that comes to mind out of all the people you've met? And I'm sure you've met plenty. You've had communication with others to get on your podcast. And then out of the fans you've met, any one specific moment seems to shine through as like, this is the moment I want to cherish and remember a lot from that. <laughs> I would, you know, I wouldn't even use any of those words, but uh, <laughs> I would say <laughs> it's been very interesting. And um, I've been, uh, uh, I, I would say acquaintances with, with people over these years, because, you know, there is a, I, I have a, um, a bit of a divide, I would say of, of online people versus uh, what I call real life people oh, yeah. uh, in my life and so forth. So it's kind of like, you know, you used to have, when you were a kid, you had uh, school friends and you had neighborhood friends, right? So right. You, they didn't necessarily always cross over uh, very much. So uh, there is a bit of a divide like that, but uh, I think one of the interesting was that I went and met with um, uh, this guy named Frank Nora. He's been doing uh, this 
kind of stuff too for a very long time. I've actually uh, talked to him probably since around 2001 and he does a lot of audio on the internet stuff. And uh, I met him in New York city. He lives in New Jersey and we, we met up in New York city for an afternoon. It was nice. It was nice to meet Frank. We have talked to each other, uh, had uh, exchanged a lot of uh, emails and things like that. And then to finally, uh, you know, meet up with him was kind of cool uh, in New York. I was having to be in New York city for something else. And, um, and basically took part of the day, you know, to hang out with him for a while. So that was kind of cool. Is there any parameters between the moment that you meet a fan who's really cool and you're like, you know what? I would love to have a conversation with you on the actual podcast that you're a fan of. Has that happened before? Or you're like, mm, he's cool and he's great. And I don't think that's going to be part of it, but it's just, you know, and then you just signed a restraining order. <laughs> that's, that's a real fan. When you went, once yeah, you know, no, yeah. <laughs> Well, most of the time, though, funny thing is a lot of times when I meet up with people, so I think there's this weird, like some folks have this weird need to record everything, uh, you know, uh, that they have going on. So they, they want to, he did record it for his thing, but I didn't record anything for my stuff. I'm perfectly fine just going and saying hi and so forth. Now, you guys, I did turn my camera on and, and I probably should have mentioned what. So no one really knows what I look like. So if I meet you. It's it's really quite uh, in a, uh, on my end of things. It's really quite an event because there's no pictures of who I am. No one's seen me except for a very select few people. I've just been a voice on the internet for all these years. It's okay. I got buddies. So, at, I got buddies at the NSA. We trust me. We know what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you know what this favor is going to cost you. It brings out that can of uh, michelada. Like I got you. Yeah, michelada. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if, if, if I if I find this on my doorstep later, I'll know who to talk to. <laughs> That's why I was trying but, to tell uh, him we should do something. So like, it is uh, kind of weird because I, I don't always meet. I've met, I've met uh, several people in person that I've known for many, many years. Um, but but if you just like if you just met me or something, I probably wouldn't meet up with you for a while. We have to have some kind of a rapport. continuous uh, conversation for a while. So what if I like what if I'm like, hey, you know, I got some Bud Light here, you know. Oh, God. No, <laughs> it's not a good draw. <laughs> it's being held hostage. I'm about to replace it with some better beer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, I, I think that's a smart way to do it because you never know. So you, you do want to play all of the cards as close as you can to the chest. I kept telling these guys that we should have done something like Daft Punk and just have some masks on every time we're on here. But every time we talk to a serious <laughs> you, journalist, we, we kind of You can't tell right now, but this is how good it looks that those glasses, he has a fake nose and a mustache on right now with those glasses. <laughs> it's pretty convincing, I think. No, it really yeah, is. Good. The next best it's thing. good. Well, well, you know, you say that though, but I've talked to journalists and uh, and they are none the wiser. Hmm. Can you pass some contacts over? We'd like to have some of those. <laughs> ours, uh, ours get a little too. Uh, antsy. I was actually, I was actually uh, talked to somebody for the St. Louis Post Dispatcher and where I live at, and uh, they don't even know who I am. So, you know, it, it's <laughs> and it's they're not real. It, that was. No, years ago now, but what's that? I said then they're not real journalists if they can't figure out who you are. Well, oh. it was in the paper. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not that kind of piece, so they don't really they don't care who you are. To be honest with you, at the time, it was I think when podcasting was first coming out and so forth, and they saw uh, my name somewhere and um, and contacted me. I said, "Yeah, I'll talk to you, whatever." And so I talked to him, and then that was part of this article. They don't care who you are most of the time because it's that's not the story. The story is what you're going to tell them, not who you are necessarily. Yeah, so, that's true. You, yeah. you're, you're the treasure chest, not the treasure. <laughs> yes, right, that's right, exactly. Yeah. You're you're going to you're you're going to tell them part of the where the treasure is, maybe, and talk to somebody else or what have you. But yeah, you're not. You're just another stepping stone. Yeah. Well, we want to be very respectful of the time. There's so much I think that. There's so many topics uh, we want to you can keep going. About. If you guys want to keep going, I'm fine. But if you need to wrap up, that's too cool too. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, we'll have a few minutes here. And for the audience, there's clarity for the audience as well. I, I wanted to make sure that I touch on uh, th there's, there's so much about you that we didn't get a chance to talk on this conversation, but we would love to, you know, do something again in the near future. Just so they are aware too. But sure. Uh, w one of the things I, I, I would be uh, honestly don't want to forget is uh you, you have a lot of references, especially on your podcast, about pop culture. And we think that's, I mean, I think that's awesome. I'm sure that, you know, we, we feel the same way in a lot of areas like that. It, it, what 
recommendations would you give the audience of things that you're watching or actively following that's entertaining and is really cool to, to you know, maybe for them to check out as well? Other, I mean, of course, your podcast, but what else? <laughs> oh, you know, just as far as pop culture stuff goes. Um, well, I tend to actually, if you want the, the stuff that people are actually watching, uh, Miles would be more your person. <laughs> but if you want stuff that, that sometimes can be esoteric and uh, weird, I'm probably more the person. But I, I just, this is going to be out of left field a little bit. And it may, may not be what everybody would be interested in. But uh, I found a thing, uh, and it's, I don't know why I find it so funny. Because, I mean, it, the humor is not necessarily an American humor. But uh, there's a show called Father Ted, which is a British show from the 90s, 1995. And um, it's very clean. It's not, you know, outran- outlandish or anything. It's about three priests living in an island <laughs> called Craggy Rock in Ireland. And I watched the whole thing. It's only three seasons. It's short seasons because it's British television. And I just thought it was hilarious. Now, the reason I got to it was there, and since uh, I know Z here is going to, his eyes are going to light up as soon as I say this. There's a show called The IT Crowd, which I love. Z? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, that's where we're we're, we're I don't know. You tell me what's going on. Oh, my God. So, anyway, but uh, that's my bad Moss imitation. That's really good, man. (laughs) Roy, Roy. You can't be drinking all this cuke. Oh, but uh, uh, so there's a guy on there. His name was Graham Linehan. He was the writer for the IT crowd. Well, that was in the 2000s or whatever. And uh, actually, there's going to be a special coming up on that, by the way. So watch for that uh, IT crowd uh, Christmas special. I think it was this year, which we won't see for a while. But anyway, you can probably find it out on the Internet. But um, but he wrote Father Ted as well. And, and so that kind of humor, that kind of weird uh, humor that, that gets itself into IT crowd is in Father Ted. That's why I, I went that way. But that would be something I would say not for everybody, um, you know, but uh, definitely something if it's something you can watch with your grandma. She's not going to get mad, <laughs> you know, not all bad language or anything, but it still is funny and weird. So. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I have to check that out. I I didn't. I know they had some other shows, or at least some of the writers that came on board to the IT crowd were working on other things, including some of them. Uh, I think two of them had writing credits on The Office. I mean, years after the IT crowd, obviously. But right, that was very interesting to see. That I love that type of comedy. I, I think uh, I was a big fan when I got into IT. That's one of the things that people kept recommending. You should watch it. I'm right. like, what is it? And then oh my god! And then it kind of felt like Silicon Valley a little bit, but Silicon Valley. Obviously newer, but it's not. It doesn't have that clean, that uh, not clean, but that comedy. That's it feels like it's uh, it was taken like they they wrote it after it happened because it felt so natural, right. like real, you know. It is, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, the IT crowd is probably one of the best. Uh, I, my my son makes fun of me because I love. Um, uh, he he he's told me what he calls it. I'm. It's not the. This is not the term that I came up, but I'm trying to remember what he calls it, but. Um, I love sitcoms that all take place in one setting. Um, and um, typically, you know, so Seinfeld is kind of like this. So if you think about Seinfeld, everything happens at the diner, right? Yeah. The, the diner is the Jerry's predominant apartment. setting of Seinfeld. Yeah. Right. And Father Ted, the predominant setting is the parsonage where they live. And the IT crowd, the predominant setting is the basement of the, uh, uh, the El- the Renholm Elliott or whatever is building his his building there, yeah. you know. And and if you think about the WKRP in Cincinnati, the radio station, and so it's like these one and Thirty Rock was oh, yeah. at Thirty Rock, and and all the uh, all those that I've mentioned, I think those sitcoms are all fantastic. And I'm always looking for uh, another sitcom that takes place like that. And so the funny thing is, you don't always if you think of something that's more modern, it's always sunny in uh, Philadelphia. Mostly takes place at the bar. Yeah. Right. And it, you have this, this kind of group of characters and everything happens in their little world that is tied to this one um, location typically or, or setting. Um, but you know, 
if you like sitcoms, me, oh, sorry to interrupt real quick. Like if you like sitcoms, oh, like one of them that I that you should probably watch is uh Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know if you've uh if you know, I haven't watched that yet. You should watch it. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, Adam Sandberg, right? Adam Sandberg. Then it has Terry yeah. Crews in it. It's so good because like you said, like it it basically revolves around the precinct. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like like almost up your alley, but it's just like it's so dumb. Maybe but yet, curb your so enthusiasm because that's wrong writing too. Curb your enthusiasm, yeah. Uh, and currently, I'm watching that. My son and I are watching all of the Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've already seen them, but he hasn't, and so we started at the beginning, and yeah. we're just going through them. So yeah, David Larry is a, is a mastermind, man. Doing eight, yeah. eight seasons of Seinfeld just straight through like that, and then just oh man, the show felt it still per- felt pretty funny after he left, but it wasn't the same. The storylines no. are just so like common things that happen daily. Lying about getting food out of the garbage because it's like only a bite out of it. Uh, George is one of my friends, right. and of course <laughs> Cosmo. Oh my God, Kramer! He's just yeah. Well, you have great taste, let me tell you. And Brooklyn Nine One One is one that I have to watch. I think people have Brooklyn Nine Nine or Nine Nine. My bad. Nine-Nine. Yeah, it, we it, know Nine One One. That's yeah. a whole other state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is also my cup of tea right there. No, but Brooklyn Nine Nine, like it's a. Uh, it's really good. Like I, it's just it's so dumb. Like he, uh, what's his name? Adam. What again? Sandberg. And yeah, he's a- Andy Sandberg. Is oh, that Andy? Andy, Andy, Andy. There you go. Yeah, he's Andy. uh, he make he plays that role so good. And like then Terry Crews, like everybody, everybody there has their own role, and like it, mm-hmm. it just plays so perfect together. Yeah, like great they all, development. yeah, they all feed off of each other. And then there's this, uh, there's this girl named Rosita, where like she's this badass, right? But she has like the most serious face, and like they'll say something funny, and she's like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's just it's it, that's one thing like I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it, uh, I'll take check it out. Yeah, check uh-huh. it out. It's really really good. I'm always looking for a new good show. I, there's so many bad shows out there. Yeah. Um, it, that it's nice if you can run into something that you can kind of stick with and and you and you feel like uh, it rewards you a bit, you know, with laughter or whatever. Yeah, it's, you got it, an Isle of Man thing on the back of your computer. Sorry, city. Oh no, the um, that's the uh, the the logo, right? Oh, the snake! That, yeah, the, yeah. They're, the they're, they're oh, it's your logo. Okay, look up the look up the the Isle of Man. It has something that looks very similar. Isle of Man. It's an island off of Great Britain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Three three legs or whatever. See, this is this is what China did. See, they saw that logo from uh that that you know that Douglas that's in uh, the Isle of Man, and then they decided, you know what? Let's just rip that off, <laughs> right? Let's just make it snake. Who yeah. would ever know, right? The three yeah. human bent legs, they transformed it yeah. into three snakes instead. Three snakes. It's perfect. Perfect it's, marketing. Right oh, there. oh, the three snakes, you guys, and the third guy's just not there? Oh, no, no. it's not, it, That's not our logo. That's the... that's the. Oh. Um, yeah, the actual hardware. Uh, it's, just, it's an actual company called Razor, and they have a snake logo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Although okay. that would be a pretty badass. Uh, we could just rip them off because they ripped off yeah, the Yeah, rip them of- off. They ripped off <laughs> the actual <laughs> name. What said, the hell? They yeah, literally so. just, like, right now, we just get messages like, hey, you know, copy and fringe. <laughs> Well, that's the last time we get shipments from China. It wouldn't be safe if we did that. Right. <laughs> Although, you know, we we live here. Why does it matter, right? I mean, that's true. Well, you know, I just do do what you want and, until you get that takedown notice. Just keep it up. Yeah, we just want to be careful of any any suspicious free tickets to China. Like, oh, you guys, we love your podcast. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, well, no, thank you. We're not going. <laughs> but what if it's legit? No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's we'll a send- sting operation. <laughs> yeah. Let's we not. love your podcast. Here's and a, a bunch bottle of Clamato. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm in it. I'm like, oh, in it. <laughs> I, you guys, we got it on the plane. You can come have it on the plane. Yeah. Really? It's like really? it's like those it's like those creepy vans, you know, says right there, free Clamato. I'm like, oh, I, I just want to go check it out, see yeah. if it's legit. I think that's how they got Putin or Putin or whatever you want to say it, right? Right. That's how they made him friends. Like, you like nuclear? Yeah, we got some over here. Come over here and look at it. He's probably a clone, huh? Who knows? But we, we wanted to talk about so many other things, uh, but we want to be respectful once again at the time, and we'll have to schedule another one for sure. Uh, sure. For, for our audience, um, can you give us a couple? We'll put some of the details in the description as well, but just for them to be able to listen directly from you, any recommendations on where they can go to get learn more about you and kind of connect more? Oh, sure. Um, just static. Well, here, here's the great thing of being around for such a long time. You can go to staticradio.com.org or .net, and it all goes the same place. Got all the domains. Smart <laughs> man. We got to do the all, same thing. All, there all you the go. domains are wrapped up. We got to learn from the best. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so guys. you can go to any one of those. We'll take us to the website. I did want to mention real quick, uh, I'm doing a project uh, just in case uh, anybody's listening. So I, I'm trying to talk to people who were doing audio on the internet pri- uh, pre-2004. So if you were doing anything before 2004, 
Uh, I would love to talk to you. I got a little show called Prior Caster, and uh, I'm trying to collect people who are doing things uh, pre 2004 on the internet. Just because so much of it is lost at this point, um, a lot of people um, were doing things back then, and I I'd actually talked to a lot of them at that point, but lost touch with them, and uh, and it would be nice to talk to them. So I've done interviews with. Um, uh, already with Scott Baker, with John Hargrave, and uh, with um, Miles, my my co-host, and a couple other folks. But uh, you can get more information at PriorCaster uh, dot com. I didn't. I haven't sewn up all those yet because uh, I have. I didn't. It has. It's not really popular at all or anything. It's really kind of more of a, a passion project in a way. Um, and so uh, I'm just you know curious to see if if there's anybody out there who was doing things who isn't doing it anymore. They may be listening to stuff like you guys and so forth, but they're not doing anything. I'd still like to talk to them about their experience. So, all right, sounds good. Well, there you yeah. guys, you heard it. We will have all of your contact information on the description. And thank you guys for checking out this podcast. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you being on, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you, Bob Lament. Thanks. <laughs>